Hi, Mama. Today we are talking about priorities because I'm seeing all the adverts on TV for the toys at the moment, and I'm watching my four-year-old's brain light up with, "Ooh, I want that." That is until the next ad comes on, and then the next one, and the next. And it reminded me that there was always one main Christmas present that I really wanted as a kid, the one that went at the top of my list because it really mattered to me. Anything else was a bonus. And it also reminded me of how quickly our desires and wants can change. I loved a huge giant teddy I got one Christmas, who then sat happily on the rocking chair in my bedroom until I regrettably watched the Amateurville Horror at a friend's house when I was far, far too young. And then the rocking chair immediately had to go, Teddy and all. So today I want to talk about what we see as our priority, that one thing at the very top of our list of what's important to us, and how we can decide what it is we really want to be focusing on in our lives as stay-at-home mums. So let's go. Hi Mama and welcome to Stay at Full Motherhood. Do you want to be present with your kids and light yourself up pursuing your passion without adding more to your plate? Are you tired of waiting for one day when to finally have time for you? Are you sick of making decisions dictated by your to-do list and still struggling to get it all done? I'm Jo, mum of three and life coach for stay-at-home mums and I spent seven years telling myself everything else had to get done first before I could start the blog I'd always wanted. I believe there just wasn't enough time for me and that even if there was, I'd struggle to have the energy and focus to do it anyway. Until I found a way to stop being busy doing all the things and instead prioritise getting what matters done. And now I'm sharing what I've learned with you. So take a deep breath in, remind yourself you're worth the effort and breathe into your knowing that you are capable of everything you decide you want for yourself. So let's go. So let's start with what priority actually means. I looked it up and was given the de definition by Google of a thing that's regarded as more important than another. And then after a few more clicks, I found out that the word priorities, plural, had actually only been around for less than a hundred years. Before that, there was only the singular form priority, which of course makes sense when its meaning centers around coming first. As stay-at-home mums, we set so many different priorities for ourselves and we deem them all equally important. There's a sense that they are all urgent, that they all need to get done right now. And this is how we know we're deep in survival mode, desperately trying to fight our way through all of our tasks and to keep ourselves afloat in any way we can. But in trying to put them all first, we're spending our time trying to do the impossible. <clears throat> and then... Because we, of course, fail at doing everything first all at once, we think there must be something wrong with me. But there is nothing wrong. There is not something in us that's inherently broken that we must figure out how to fix. We only need to learn how to show ourselves some kindness, compassion and understanding that we are not superhuman. That multitasking is not, in fact, productive and it's instead only diluting our focus. And that we're exhausting ourselves unnecessarily by using our energy to constantly switch between tasks all the time. We want to remind ourselves that it is safe for us to give our attention to one thing at a time. Everything does not fall apart the way we think it will if we slow down a little. And that we do 
have time. We get 24 hours given to us all over again in a nice, fresh batch every single day. And so we can feel safe enough to allow our stress responses to switch off for a little while and let our minds and our bodies focus on one thing. So I've been amazed at how differently I can experience the more mundane tasks of stay-at-home motherhood when I want to. Doing the dishes slowly and just looking out the window and seeing the birds and the butterflies or now the leaves falling from the trees can sometimes feel really quite magical. Doing the dishes whilst listening to a podcast on double speed and trying to get everything done in the shortest amount of time possible does not. But we generally don't slow down and single task and allow ourselves to be in the moment we're in, to be right where our feet are. Because if we were to do this, then we risk having to feel something. And to feel more than just the happiness or the appreciation for the birds outside. I'm also talking here about the uncomfortable feelings like boredom or anxiety or disconnectedness that may well come up too. And we, as humans, will do anything we can to avoid having to experience what we think of as negative emotions. Even though every emotion is actually simply energy moving in the body and doesn't need to be labelled as good or bad at all. And so now the Double Speed podcast goes back on and we add some music too. And in any case, there's the never-ending noise coming from the kids and now they're fighting and what chance do we ever have of being fully in the moment anyway? So I'm here to say that we can choose to be in the moment over and over again if we want to. We can choose to focus on one thing. Yes, even with all three kids saying mum for the hundredth time, choosing to focus doesn't mean ignoring your kids or refusing to help them because you're busy getting this one thing done. It means giving them the attention they need for a moment and then bringing your focus right back to where you're choosing to place it right now. As a time hacker coach, I share with my clients all the time the concept that Distraction happens in the mind, not in the room you're in. Which means, remind yourself often that the brain is a tool for you. And that just because you get interrupted doesn't mean you have to be distracted and let your mind run away with all the stories of, I just can't get anything done and what's the point in even trying and I need to have the house to myself to get anywhere at all. You simply bring your focus back to the priority you've chosen for yourself in that moment. And we can look at this in the context of the 80-20 rule. The idea that 80% of what we output comes from 20% of what we input. Or said another way, we can generate 80% of our results with only 20% of our efforts. So we can use this to choose our priority. So then what is the one thing you can focus on as a stay-at-home mum that by doing it, everything else becomes much easier or it perhaps even makes half of the things not necessary to do at all? What do we want to make our one priority above all else? So based on what I know to be true for myself and for my clients, that priority must be doing that thing you know lights you up in your body and allocating time to this every single day. You know what that one thing is. It's the thing that when you do it, time moves fastest for you. In fact, you're not even aware of it passing at all. 
And you're definitely not in your head reminding yourself that there are other things you should be doing right now. Or looking back to your past that you know you can't change anyway. Or worrying about a future that may well not even play out the way you're imagining right now. You are entirely in the moment you're in. So for me, that thing is dancing and it's also writing and it's also coaching. And what I want to share here is that dancing to a song I love every day, which started three years ago now with me giving myself permission to do what felt right to me in my body for a few minutes in the morning, is what led me to writing and starting the blog I'd always wanted, which is what led me to coaching. This is why I tell clients to Follow the breadcrumbs of what you're feeling pulled to do because you can't possibly know right now where it'll take you. But you are being guided, always. I love to remind myself of this with the fact that I always wanted to live in the US as a teenager and it was following the pull I felt to study German in the UK, where I'm from, that brought me here for a job that required German skills and provided me with a visa for that. We can never know how exactly we're going to get to where we want to be. We can only choose to trust in what's pulling us closer. You know that there's something that's been calling you for years, that niggling feeling that's come to you over and over again. But you've been hearing that whisper as a siren song that's enticing you, yes, always, but that's surely going to throw you onto the rocks and destroy everything in your life at home the minute you give into it. And you're only seeing it this way because right now you have the belief that everything is hanging on by a messily orchestrated thread that if you were to pull just a tiny bit of it very lightly, everything would fall apart. But this is simply not true. It is safe for you to explore what you want and all the delightful things out there under the sea. Anyway, it is... It's only natural that you see things this way as a threat to everything you've worked so hard to establish. Even if you're not feeling fully you, not feeling fully fulfilled right now, because your brain is wired to see things from a place of fear rather than coming from a place of love and trust. We are wired to avoid the berries that we've never tried before in case they turn out to be poisonous. And we are descended from ancestors who did err on the side of caution, and who didn't pick the poisonous berries. But while you know you've survived very well living this way, you're not giving yourself the chance to prove that you can also survive wonderfully when you follow what you're feeling pulled to do, what you know you want to do alongside your motherhood. You have decided at some point along the way to make your mind your priority over your body because this is what you believe has kept you safe. But the reason that going ahead and doing what lights you up in your body can generate 80% of what you want to see in your life right now, which is to get things done and have time to focus fully on your family without distraction and to take some time for you and your passion, is that when you pour on that thing you love to do, then you're finally living into the full version of you, which then acts as a kind of filter for your life, like pushing out all the things that never really mattered to you in the first place and giving you clarity on all the things that really do. So there's no need for you to sit down and look at your to-do list and try to pick out the things that stay or go to make room so that you can have time for you. No, not at all. 
when you are brave enough to step forward and actually do that thing you want to do and give yourself the opportunity to prove to your brain that things don't fall apart at all, then this happens naturally. I can't tell you how many things I used to worry about and obsess over that just fell away and stopped being even in my peripheral vision at all once I started showing up as the version of me I wanted to be. And what also amazed me was how much more accepting of myself I became, how much judgment I let go of, of myself and of others. At the same time, I thought that I was a bad person for rushing everywhere. I thought that only good people go through life with this calm and composed demeanour. Now I see that what matters is the energy behind my rushing. If it's an energy of panic and fear, then yes, that's something I want to work on. But for me, it's more often a desire to get going on what I want to be doing. And there is this love behind my urgency to get this message out there into the world because I want as many mums as possible to experience the fullest version of themselves. And I want their families to get to experience her too. Okay, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love you to come join my Facebook group, the Time Management, Prioritization and Focus Fix for Stay-at-Home Mums, where I'll be sharing tips and hacks on getting things done and stepping into the you you want to be. Okay, it's time for me to go dance in the kitchen to this week's song, which is You're My Heart, You're My Soul by Modern Talking. I hope you'll go play it and dance to it too. Till next Tuesday, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.